Casey on the Island, a podcast where I do interviews here on my island in my living room of my very own home. The audio version is available on my website at CaseyJohnsMusic.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. Wow, what a crazy week it has been. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you'll know for like the last week I've been performing in Key West at a bar called The Smoke and Tuna. And I picked up another gig down there at a bar called Lucy's, which was so much fun. Um, not only was I playing shows every single night um, this past week, but we were also filming for uh, my new music video coming out in a couple weeks. Um, so which basically means I was performing every single night, plus waking up at like 430 in the morning to film. So it was just a crazy, crazy, crazy week. Uh, so the single was supposed to come out this Friday, but it looks like it may be delayed a week. Um, so it's a good thing. It's a, it's actually a really good thing. Uh, just so many cool things going on here behind the scenes that I just can't wait to share with you guys. But, uh, the single's called Sure Feels Good. Um, but yeah, it, you know what? There was just so many people that were involved in making this happen. Um, Stephen Cade, who I wrote the song with along with our, our friend Andy Renfrey. Um, Stephen flew out to Key West to join me in the video. Um, Jake Taylor, uh, my guitar player and videographer flew out to film the entire thing. My manager was out there. Um, we partnered with a company called Key West Adventures who provided us with a Jeep for the video. If you're ever in Key West and you need a Jeep, call my girl Sally Crane over at Key West Adventures. She is amazing in every single way. So shout out to them for just letting us have a Jeep. And and it, I mean, it was like the coolest, baddest thing like in the video, I think. So I can't wait for you guys to see the video. It's going to be just so cool. Um, yeah, it was a really fun week. Um, let's just say when I got back from Key West, I think I slept for an entire 24 hours. I was so tired because we were just, we were filming all day and just playing all night. And then not only that, you know, I had a, a bunch of friends that came into town. And so we were just out all night and, and just hanging out and, it was just so much fun. Um, but if you're interested in seeing pics from Key West or any kind of behind the scenes stuff, I send down a newsletter every single month. So you can go to my website at caseyjohnsmusic.com and join the Casey mail. Uh, all you have to do is just add your email and that's it. So you would just get to catch up on all the news that's happening. If you are interested in catching me at a show this week, come see me live. Thursday, we are playing a private party. Friday, I'm at Redneck Riviera from 2 to 6 in Nashville, Tennessee. And Saturday, I am making my way over to Waynesville, North Carolina to play at a bar called Frog Level Brewing. And uh, we're playing from 6 to 9. So if you're in the North Carolina area, come out and hang out with me for the night. Have a whiskey. We're just going to jam and play some great music. And uh, hopefully we'll see you there. Uh, I am so excited about our guest today. I have never met uh, this guy before until the interview, and I have been following his music for a long while. Uh, we basically just chat about his experience in the Colgate Country Showdown, um, his new album coming out, and his opening gigs with Ashley McBride, Jamie Johnson, and so many other cool artists. This guy is killing it in the industry right now. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy this interview. 
Introducing Dustin Herring. Well, I don't come here often. I decided I'd just drop in. I can tell by the way you're talking. You ain't from around here, are you? Don't roll your eyes, know what you think. But what if I bought you a drink and take a shot in the dark? Yeah, I bet you want tequila. How am I doing so far? Girl, I'm just trying to read you. I can tell by the way that you're looking at me. You tattooed your heart right on your sleeve. Don't know where to go, but I know where to start. Let's take a shot in the dark. Welcome back to Casey on the Island. Today we have Dustin Herring in the house. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy you're here. I've been stalking you on YouTube like all week. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been watching like all your videos. So you're the you're the five views I've got this week? <laughs> Basically, yeah. All right. Keep it up. So tell me a little bit about yourself. How Where are you from? How'd you move to Nashville? How'd you get started in music? Tell me all the good stuff. So my hometown's Hartford, Alabama. That's in the southeast part. Mm-hmm. Uh we're just a little farm town. I grew up, you know, country kid, basically. I mean, when people talk about small town America, that's what it was. I mean, we had a four-way stop in a Hardee's. Wow. Um, really small town. Yeah. Everybody knows our town because they go through it to go to Panama City Beach. And yeah. that's really it. And uh, like I said, just grew up in a small town. I graduated with about 50 total people. Yeah, Every- you went to college for um, agriculture business, right? Yeah, I did ag business at Auburn, and then I stuck around and did a master's with them and taught for a while. Mostly, I just needed another reason to keep playing guitar in the bars and stuff. So, when did out. you start uh, playing guitar? I didn't start till I got to college. I didn't. I really? always sang along with the radio and sang at church and stuff, but mm-hmm. I didn't know how to play a guitar. I was in like beginner band, played some drums mm-hmm. and stuff, and then had to be football. You had to pick one or the other. So yeah. I went with the football. And uh, anyway, when I got to college, my buddy taught me how to play. He taught me a few chords, and from there on, I just kind of just, just fell in love with it. Yeah, I mean. We, it was the first time I had good internet, so I could uh, like, <laughs> nice. I could Google chords and all my favorite old country Travis Tritt songs and stuff like that, and you can do a lot with three chords, so that's what oh, I Oh, yes, you can, especially with like Hank and Willie and Waylon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. So did you get straight into writing after that, or have you kind of always written your entire life? I've never really written until I started playing, and it probably took a year or so of just like getting, you know, don't get me wrong. I probably started a hundred, you know, mm-hmm. or had like a line or something. And then I think I wrote my first song and from there on, I was just hooked and it, it's really just started becoming an everyday thing, you know, mm-hmm. and they got a little bit better and a little bit better. And then when I took my first job, I moved to Mississippi. I noticed you had a 662 area Yeah, code. that's, cr- that's I, crazy. I still have one too. Cause when I moved to, I, took, I moved to Cleveland, Mississippi Okay. and I was working in uh, basically Greenville, mm-hmm. uh, Mississippi. And there's nothing to do out there except ag research, farm, and that's what I did. I farmed uh, for a living with a company, and every night I'd come home and write songs, and that's all I did. I, I haven't had cable since I left college. didn't feel like there was any reason to. Like, I felt like I need to be spending time writing songs, so that's what I just poured myself into out there. So, okay, so tell me a little bit about the Colgate Country Showdown, because we were talking a little bit about this. This was back in 2012. Yeah. Because I think that's when I did it as well. It was well, like, maybe that's how we met each other. I swear I think that's how we probably met each other in passing. Oh, I'm sinking in my chair right now. These are but, awesome chairs, by the way. Okay. Shout out to whoever your chair supplier that is. That would be my beautiful mother. Oh, nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about the Colgate Country Showdown. How did you even get into that? 
so when I moved to Cleveland, I wanted to go find some bars, you know, start playing at. And uh, one of the bars had a poster up. It was called the uh, Pickled Okra was the name of the bar. And they said they were having a, a talent contest. And I entered into that and I saw they give bonus points if you sing your original songs. So I was like, well, I'll sing one original and one cover, you know, and uh, I ended up winning that one. And, um, from there on out, I was like, well, the, the next step's like you go to the regionals and like Little Rock. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, com- I'm going to keep competing using original songs mm-hmm. and, uh, made it all the way to like the, I guess you say like the quarterfinals or something, the regional. Dude, that is so cool. Yeah. And then I got, I got put out and, uh, but what was, what was good was the judges had kind of like overlapped at a certain point. And they were like, listen, you're the guy that keeps doing these original songs, right? I was like, yeah. They said, well, we started a songwriter contest. And they said, you know, you're still eligible to enter in your songs for that. And uh, so that's what I did and entered some songs. And really, I just went back to work and didn't think about it anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a couple of months that went by. And I was actually hunting one afternoon. When I got out of the tree stand, I had a voicemail from Nashville. I was like, "This somebody has a wrong number or something. But I listened <laughs> to it and I was like, hey, this is so-and-so with the... You know, Texaco Country Showdown, and uh, you've been selected as the winner. Give us a call. We want to talk to you about everything. And I was just Dude, like, this is crazy. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah, and it was, uh, that was my first taste of like any kind of like success in the songwriting world. Yeah. So, so where did you go from there? Were you like, man, I got to move to Nashville right now? Well, that's the funny part. They, uh, part of the trip was you get to come to Nashville, you get to go on Music Row, and you, um, I can't remember. Her name was Miss DePiro. She was Bob DePiro's wife. Leslie DePiro. That's mm-hmm. who it was. And uh, she took me on Music Row. And the first place we went, we went downstairs and we went to Victoria Shaw's office. Okay. Victoria Shaw wrote The River and stuff for Garth Brooks. Several other big hits with Eric Church. Anyway, so we're sitting there and they let me play a few songs and stuff. And, you know, she's being nice. You know, she's not really tearing me a new one. But right. she's like, <clears throat> and she said, okay, so who do you write with? I was like, I don't, I don't write with anybody. She said, okay, well, who's your publisher? It's like, I, I don't have a publisher. <laughs> and she's like, well, where do you live? I was like, I live in Mississippi. She's like, so she just kind of looked at Leslie like, this kid has no clue. You know what right. I mean? And I didn't. Right. And I had no idea how mm-hmm. writing and everything worked. And mm-hmm. basically, I just asked her. I was like, you know, do you think, do I, do, I got a good job. I'm, I mean, I'm, do you think I have a shot? And she was like, if you have to ask me, then no, you don't need to do this. You know oh, what I mean? Damn. She's like, if you're not 100% sure this is what you want to do, then you don't need to do it. And it's not easy. It's the hardest thing you've ever done. And nobody, she said, no matter what, um, I knew I was going to be a singer. I knew I was going to be a songwriter. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, it kind of set me back a minute. I was like, I didn't really need to think about this, you mm-hmm. know? And I went home and I don't think I wrote a song for an entire year because every time I try to write one, I was like, oh, that's not good enough. Victoria right. Shaw would say that sucks. You know? <laughs> Right, yeah. I'm sure we've all been there. Yeah, and I just kind of got in my head a little bit, but then um, I went and recorded some songs that I wrote, and I had so many people tell me, oh, man, that song meant so much, or this meant this, or, you know, at the time, I think you'd get, like, maybe audio messages, or people would be playing your song at a fire mm-hmm. or something, and I was like, screw it. I'm gonna, I mean, I can't sit out here and wonder the rest of my life. So no, of course not. That's what I did. So when you finally got here, were you, were you crashing on people's houses? Were you? No, I, I, I went back. I'm a real big planner and I'm uh-huh. super risk averse to, to be, to, to leave a job and come up here. I saved a bunch of money like, um, and I busted it. Like I was playing every weekend. I was cooking crawfish for a guy. I was doing side jobs. I'm, I mean, obviously I got a full-time job, but every, I mean, I just saved a whole pile of money mm-hmm. and I came up here and 
ran through it in about six months, I think. But <laughs> now I had a place and I moved in and ever since then it's just been, you know, meet, it was just go out, meet people, go yeah. out, meet people. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, I have no patience. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I want to know why, why can't I play? Yeah. You know, I didn't learn that I had to wait in line and yeah. other people have been here, you know, you're a freshman dude, just take your time. So yeah. played open mics, didn't line at the bluebird anywhere I could play, you know, and just slowly made friends and slowly got better spots. And so now you're, I mean, you've been opening up for people like Ashley McBride and Jamie Johnson and so many other people. I mean, look where, look how far you've come in just such a short amount of time. I say short amount of time. I'm, you've been working on this for over 10 years, I guess at this point, right? Yeah, it's been 10 years. I've been in Nashville seven, July, July 4th, May seven years. So that's an incredible thing. So tell me about your experiences, like doing some of these openings. Well, see, like at the time, see, like when I was opening for like Ashley McBride, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't Ashley McBride yet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we always knew and she, and she hasn't changed. Her songs are the same as yeah. they've been, you know, those were like shows at like blue bar and stuff where mm-hmm. we do those. And the Jamie Johnson show just came out of nowhere because we do a songwriter show, uh, me and my buddy Lee Tucker do, and they needed, they needed an hour field, uh, before an event and they just threw us on and. That's I mean, so cool, man. We've that's what I get down on myself. I think a lot of people in town you you want everything and you want it all sure. right now. And I look back at where I started and yeah, when you look back at it, mm-hmm. it's like, man, you have done some cool stuff and Heck yeah. I've met some cool people and some of them, you know, some of the best friends I'll probably ever have uh through music and I didn't have any expectations. I don't know why I get so I don't know. Get down. Your, I don't know what it is. I think we everybody, you just want to, you just want to keep climbing that ladder. And when you hit that little glass ceiling, sometimes, you know, you like, gotta, but when you look back, you know, it's been some great, great adventures and just that's cool amazing. Things. And you're doing some really cool stuff now. Like you were just talking about Floribama. You played some gigs over that area. Yeah. Me and my buddy, Caleb, who's having a chill in here. Thanks for riding me today, <laughs> Caleb. Caleb King, y'all got to look him up. Uh, yeah. I mean, those are all bucket list things, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, you have these goals that you set for yourself or mm-hmm. stages you want to be on. You know, you're talking about smoking tuna. I'm like, oh, I kind of want to do smoking tuna and yeah. key rest now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And between the key rest songwriter festival or going out to steamboat or whatever, you just want to keep, keep, keep another big event that keeps you going, you know? Definitely. And, uh, and I think that's the coolest thing about Nashville is you get to meet so many different people. And like, I feel like if we're all supporting each other and helping each other do this, amazing dream i mean we're all no one's in competition with each other i feel like some people think we are but yeah and those people you know that's that's for them i just i remember the first time i got the ability that i could on instagram where i could share somebody's link or whatever Mm -hmm. i was like why didn't everybody do that all the time you know what i mean it's not that hard to when you see your friend put out a new song post to your story i mean it's literally you push a button you know what i mean and if you've got 5,000 followers and they've got 5,000 followers, yeah. now we have 10,000 followers. That's just the way I look at it. But a hundred percent. And I think that's honestly like why I wanted to start this podcast was because like, I felt like this was kind of my way of like helping other people. Like your fans become my fans, my fans become your fans and we all get to experience different types of music. And that's the thing about being a songwriter too. You can write whatever you can yeah. hang with whoever. And I think if you don't, if you pigeonhole yourself, say I'm just this kind of writer, mm-hmm. then you're not, I'm not going to say you're not going to be successful. It's just that you're limiting yourself to how many people you can be successful with. Absolutely. When you listen to like what Chris Stapleton can do, I mean, he's in a bluegrass band. He's in a rock and roll band. He just did a song with Ed Sheeran. I mean, yeah. it's it's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous the amount of songs and the different genres he can work in. Definitely. So you came out with... Um like I said earlier, I was like stalking you all over yeah. YouTube in the last week. And I was watching all these acoustic videos that you just came out with. 
Yeah, so that was a that was a cool story. We were just gonna make those for video content. That way, we could just have stuff to share and some quality stuff to pitch on an EPK. My and, favorite one that you put out was Half a Heart. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that's a great. That's song. cool. That's gonna be the next single, I think. Perfect. So, yeah. I'm so excited. That makes me really happy because I listen to Reno. I listen to a bunch of them, and I was like, man, Half a Heart. That's a that's a good tune. Nice. That's that's probably one of my favorites right now. I wrote it by myself. And I wrote it back home over, it was, a, it was a Christmas, and I was just kind of having a bad day. And it was one of those things you start remembering, like, what life was supposed to be kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's just where that happened, so. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, the acoustic videos were just going to be for content. And we were going to, we were waiting to see what the world was going to do, open back up, you know, at the first of the year. Mm-hmm. And when it didn't open right back up, we were like, well, we're not going to put out the record if we can't go play the record. Mm-hmm. And we just are getting back, you know, kind of full speed again. So we decided, you know, since we had recorded it live that it was quality audio we'll just put put out an acoustic ep heck yeah and uh that's something i'm really proud of because that really shows you the the bones of your songs and kind of lets you focus on the the words more than the production so definitely so like what's up next for you like what do you have the rest of the year what's going on are you excited the roads opening back up tell me about your new ep that's coming out yeah so um so some of the songs that are on the acoustic uh, EP are also going to be full production. So like Half a Heart's going to be on there. Yes. Uh, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades will be on there. Um, we've already released uh, two of the singles. We did uh, Shot in the Dark, which was the brand new single, and we did one called It's Me Again, Jesus. So we've got a we got a surprise song that's going to be coming out that we we can't even talk about it yet. Ooh. So it's uh, it's a it's actually a cover of a of a song that was pretty popular back in the day. We're going to be re-releasing it. So uh, when we can talk about that, that's the one we're going to be pushing next. We're probably going to put out Half a Heart, and then we're going to be uh, sitting on go with that one. So Awesome. I'm so excited. Well, So what shows are coming up next for you this year? You got any big ones? We've got uh, this week in, in general, we have one coming up at Live Oak, which is like a showcase. We're going to invite some industry people and see yeah. who shows. And then I'm going to have to come out. I also saw that you're playing at Whiskey Jam later in the year. Yeah. October. Yeah, we got the whiskey. I'll definitely be at that show. Yeah, we've got the whiskey jam. And I'm going to have my friend Allie Colleen hopefully get to join with me. And that's the big shows we've got. And I know we're going to play down in Alabama this weekend. We're playing at Bama Slam. So Yay. it's the big, huge RV mud park. They've got slides and beaches. It's it's nuts. So that's we're hoping, awesome. hoping that goes good. So where can people find you on social media? I'm Dustin Herring Music on everything. Uh, my Instagram's Dustin Herring Music, Facebook. It's all the same. Awesome. Perfect. Well, I, so I, I even got a YouTube channel now, so yeah. Do you, do we have any like merch or anything? We do. So all you got to do is hit me up on a direct personal message, and uh, I can get anything shipped to you or whatever. Perfect. Awesome. Well, you guys, go, you guys go find Dustin Herring, man. I can't wait to hear your EP, and I'm excited to come see a live show. Heck yeah. But awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, I appreciate you having me, Casey. We'll see you next time. All right. I'm doing so far. Girl, I'm just trying to tell by the way that you're looking at me you tattooed your heart right on your sleeve don't know